is the one that haunts me still, for if I was human enough to feel my lower ribs parting under the strain, I was appalled, sort of. You see, while I had written a straightforward introduction describing the discovery of the papers in a sale room in Ashby de la Zouche, that ought to have warned them, and larded it with editorial footnotes, there had been no intent to deceive. For one thing, while I'd done my best to write, first person in Victorian style, I'd never imagined that it would fool anybody. Nor did Herbert Jenkins, and fifty British critics had recognised it as a conceit. The only one who was half doubtful was my old chief sub on the Herald, called on to review it for another paper. He demanded of the Herald's literary editor, This book of Geordie's isn't it true, is it? And on being assured that it wasn't, exclaimed, The conniving bastard! which I still regard as a high compliment. With the exception of one left-wing journal which hailed it as a scathing attack on British imperialism, the press and public took Flashman, quite rightly, at face value, as an adventure story dressed up as the memoirs of an unrepentant old cad who, despite his cowardice, depravity and deceit, had managed to emerge from fearful ordeals and perils an acclaimed hero. His only redeeming qualities being his humour and shameless honesty as a memorialist. I was gratified, if slightly puzzled, to learn that the great American publisher, Alfred Knopf, had said of the book, I haven't heard this voice in fifty years, and that the Commissioner of Metropolitan Police was recommending it to his subordinates. My interest increased as I wrote more Flashman books and noted the reactions. I was, several critics agreed, a satirist, taking revenge on the nineteenth century on behalf of the twentieth, said one, waging war on Victorian hypocrisy, said another, plainly under the influence of Conrad, said yet another. A full-page review in a German paper took me flat aback when my eye fell on the word Proust in the middle of it. I don't read German, so for all I know the reviewer may have been maintaining that Proust was a better stand-off half than I was or used more semicolons, but there it was, and it makes you think. And a few years ago, a highly respected religious journal said that the Flashman papers deserved recognition as the work of a sensitive moralist and spoke of service not only to literature and history, but to the study of ethics. My instant reaction to this was to paraphrase Poins. God send me no worse fortune, but I never said so while feeling delighted that someone else had said it, and then reflecting solemnly that this was a far cry from long nights with cold tea and cigarettes scheming to get Flashman into the passionate embrace of the Empress of China or out of the toils of a demented dwarf on the edge of a snake pit. But now, beyond remarking that the anti-imperial left-winger was sadly off the mark, that the Victorians were mere amateurs in hypocrisy compared to our own brainwashed, sanctimonious, self-censoring and terrified generation, and that I hadn't read a word of Conrad by 1966, and my interest in him since has been confined to under-Western eyes, in the hope that I might persuade Dick Lester to film it, as only he could. I have no comments to offer on opinions of my work. I know what I'm doing, at least I think I do, and the aim is to entertain, myself, for a start, while being true to history, to let Flashman comment on human and inhuman nature, and devil take the romantics and the politically correct revisionist both. But my job is writing, not explaining what I've written, and I'm well content and grateful to have others find in Flashy whatever they will. I've even had letters psychoanalyzing the brute, 
and return to the question with which I began this article. A lifelong love affair with British imperial adventure, fed on Tuppany Bloods, the Wolf of Kabul, and Lionheart Logan. Where are they now? The Barrack Room Ballards, films like Lives of a Bengal Lancer and The Four Feathers, and the stout-hearted stories for boys which my father won as school prizes in the 1890s. The discovery, through Scott and Sabatini and Macaulay, that history is one tremendous adventure story, soldiering in Burma and seeing the twilight of the Raj in all its splendour, a newspaper-trained lust for finding the truth behind the received opinion, being a Highlander from a family that would rather spin yarns than eat. I suppose Flashman was born out of all these things, and from reading Tom Brown's school days as a child, and having a wayward cast of mind. Thanks to that contrary streak, I always half hoped that Rathburn would kill Flynn, confounding convention and turning the story...